0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five
1: dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promot rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and their creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, but also getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. You can find a link to our playlist in the show notes. Welcome to episode 44. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Current Joys. The indie singer-songwriter has just released his seventh studio record, entitled Voyager. In today's episode, we're talking with Nick from the band about how movies influence music, the new record, and Greta Van Fleet. Here we go. Our guest today is the frontman for indie band Current Joys. They've recently released their seventh studio record, Voyages, and are celebrating with a live stream for the new record entitled The Phantom of the Highland Park Evil." Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Nick Radigan from Current Joys. Good afternoon, I believe, from where you are.
0: Yes, uh, almost evening. Almost evening.
1: Almost evening. Where Where do you join us from this morning? Uh, today, Nick?
0: <laughs> yeah, Los Angeles, California.
1: Oh, beautiful. What's it like there today?
0: You know, it was dreary this morning, um, but the skies have cleared. It's a beautiful sunny day.
1: It looks relatively sunny in in the visual I'm getting, uh, like (laughs) a bit of sun.
0: You're in my studio with a lot of windows.
1: Yeah, it looks looks incredible, actually. It looks gorgeous. Is a piano or a keyboard behind you?
0: There's a piano right here. Oh, wow, it's on too. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get some of that. Um, Yeah, it's my my little studio space.
1: Congratulations on... um, Voyages, it is the new record that has been out for a few days now. Um, I heard that this record kind of started to take shape when you moved from New York to Los Angeles. Is that correct?
0: Um, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny to think about because it was that was like five years ago now. Um, but yeah, I guess that's when it did start um, coming together. It, I moved from New York. There was, a, there was a pit stop in Reno for about six months. Um, but then I eventually made it down to LA. So, um, yeah, I've been writing it since I, since I moved here.
1: I feel that you haven't, um, it's not like you've been sitting on songs and kind of waiting to release them. You've still continued to release music throughout that time as current joys, haven't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's, there's, um, always like a lag now of releasing music, like before I used to just release it as soon as I finished it. But now it's like, you know, that I, um, work with labels and stuff and they, they want to do like a whole campaign around, uh, the record. Um, and, um, which is, it's interesting. It's interesting.
1: When you, are you the kind of songwriter that will sit down, write something and then put it out straight away and kind of, you know, move on to the next project, if you will?
0: Um, I used to be, I used to be, um, for sure. Um, but it's definitely changed a lot. Um, with, like I said, like working with labels who want to have a whole thing or like now I've, I've, I've started going to studios to record my records. So, um, yeah, now there's a, there's a, there's a lag, um, a spiritual lag of when (laughs) you finish the album and when it's actually released into the world and, and now there's this, this in-between zone that I always have to uh, sit in, sit in the purgatory for months, maybe years on end.
1: <laughs> Do you find it easy? Because um, the band itself has been quite prolific. You've, I believe this is the seventh album in six, year, six or seven years, so almost like one a year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think like three of them came out in one year. Um And it's funny because the dates are all messy um, because I actually released a lot of the music in like 2011, 2012. Um, So it's actually been about 10 years. Um, And uh, I've only uploaded them to Spotify more recently. And I I think I uploaded them with the wrong release date or something. So some of it says 2013, some of it says 2016, 2018. Um, it's very confusing um so i i honestly have no uh i i don't have the best memory in the world and i don't really remember when everything came out either but i do remember there was a large chunk of albums that came out around 2013 2014 like four or five albums and then the sixth uh later and then the seventh later as well so and i was also releasing stuff with my other band surf curse in between. So. If you really want to tally them up, it's about 11 albums in 10 years.
1: I was well That's what I was going to say. I was going to mention Surf Curse in a second, that you've got these albums as um, Current Joys, and then you've got, I think, another three or four as Surf Curse. Do you, I imagine, as you've now said, during this musical purgatory of kind of waiting. Do you find it easy to kind of sit on your hands, or are you, is there like a third project you're now working on <laughs> to fill in this time, if you will.
0: Uh, well, I finished writing another album uh, <laughs> it, during everything, and then I sort of ran out of, of that magical juice of, called creativity, and fell into a deep dark hole of uh, of video games and uh, uh, you know other just uh, n- un- like n- uh, uncreative ventures, if you will. Um, but, but like this, this, this movie that I guess when this is airing is coming out tonight, uh, was like a big creative project for me. Um, and the music videos like that, the, the movie and the music videos is really what I've been working on for the past. February, March, April, almost four four months, uh, straight of like music video work. Um, so that's been occupying a lot of my, uh, creative energy, which is great.
1: That's very fair. Uh, the, the movie that you're referencing is the the live stream for the new album, which is called the Phantom of Highland Park e- evil.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I mean, I mean and no one, no one really knows how to pronounce it. <laughs> I think it's the Ebel. I think it's the Ebel. It could be the evil, you know,
1: I wasn't sure if it was... I didn't want to um, butcher it with my Australian accent. I wanted to make sure. <laughs>
0: okay. Butcher tried. away, butcher <laughs> away. I, I, I've, I've butchered uh, names, places, uh, historical facts, so <laughs> uh, butcher away.
1: It um The live stream, the Phantom of the Highland Park E-B- eBell, I'll try and say eBell, <laughs> it is like a it is a different kind of live stream that I feel that we've seen during the time of COVID. Cause it is a performance. It's a concert film. It is a horror a comedy. It's a movie as well in itself. Where did the initial idea from this kind of stem from in terms of being like, let's do something that's not been done.
0: Well, it, it, it's, it's, it's nice of you to um, say it like that because um it is a great marketing ploy to say this is unlike anything you've ever seen before. Um, but hopefully it is a little bit. Um, because, uh, I know, I know I haven't really watched a lot of live streams. They're not particularly very interesting. We've been faced with a hard dilemma of translating, uh, musical energy through these strange videos. Um, <laughs> So, uh, me and, uh, my friend Gary Canino, I was like, Hey, do you want to, we did, we did worked on the music videos together. And I was like, do you want to help me with this live stream? We got to do this thing. I, I kind of have an idea, but I don't know what to what to do. And we were talking about, you know, what we should watch and we were like, okay, there's all these concerts, you know, live concerts. And, and we had been really into uh, Phantom of the Paradise lately. So we were like, Oh, we should watch Phantom of the Paradise. And then I just said, what if there was like a phantom? in the live stream that was like constantly fucking it up and oh well, <laughs> uh, or messing it up, podcast, <laughs> podcast, exactly. uh, constantly, uh, like sabotaging the thing. And I was like, Jacob, uh, who's in surf curse should be the phantom. Cause he's a fantastic, uh, theatrical actor. Um, sometimes we call him Lon Chaney. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's our Lon Chaney. Um, because he just goes over the top. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then we just started riffing on, like, ideas. We took this very basic concept. I was, like, I found a theater, and we were, like, okay, this is going to be, like, sort of a concept where we uh, are, like, rehearsing for something because because we're performing in an empty theater, and there needs to be, like... Uh, a reason like we're rehearsing for a big show and there's this like director and then the phantom thing came into it and it like all clicked and then even while we were shooting we're like oh now we need to film like the backstory for the phantom and then (laughs) i was editing, it i was like oh i need to make like a score like we need to have the phantom theme and like all this stuff so um yeah, and I, I've i been editing it for like a month and a half. It, I finally finished it like two days ago. So I feel very um, achieved, if you will.
1: Yeah, no, of course. I exciting. can imagine. Yeah, very exciting. When you are sitting down, because you are quite a big fan of movies yourself, to my, to my knowledge, um, and you get quite a lot of inspiration from movies as well. What is it about film that inspires you is it the plot is it the the kind of vibe is it a combination the visual
0: um well I think uh you know films are really just like a projection of ourselves like so when you're watching a movie like a movie fulfills you because you're seeing something on the screen that you want to see in yourself you know um and that's why like you know blockbusters are such a thing or like because they they touch like a cultural nerve um, so i think it gets really interesting when you see something in scre- on screen that like is maybe not something you want to see in yourself but something that y- you recognize in yourself and maybe maybe it's a bad part of yourself or like maybe it's a <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's, a t- it's a part of life or it's a part of of experiencing what it means to be human and um I think those things like uh, just the experience of all this projection and it, is doing something to your soul and you get all this, you get all worked up, you know? And so then when I go to write um, music or anything, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's just, again, just projected through this different medium, whatever, whatever experience I just lived through um, this thing that's coming to mind right now is a very non sequitur but it made me think of it is I was listening to this podcast years ago about like um, empathetical gaming. Um, And it was like these game designers that uh, were, were designing games for people who might lack a certain empathy, like, like sociopathic or narcissistic um, people. And they play this game to, uh, sort of get an understanding for what it's like to be more human like this is a real thing that people have designed and I think about that a lot and i I also think about that in in the relation with movies because you're just literally empathetically living through like a character's experience but it's also in a way your own um so I think it's 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 much harder to explain and it's much like deeper my my um, love for movies is just this the, the way I consume it or the way you experience it is, is so um, tangible for the soul yep. you know that, that you've you've literally gone through something that has moved you in so many ways and you've literally just been like sitting on a couch eating candy <laughs> you know? um, it's almost unexplainable
1: yeah It. Um. yes I can definitely kind of understand what you're trying to say in terms of that it allows you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you are so say you've been inspired by film and, and and things like that. When you are writing, is it a visual thing at all for you? When uh, I don't know if I'm asking this correctly, but like when you are writing a song, do you visually see the song as well at the same time? Not like synesthesia, but more.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I. I when i write a song i like to find some sort of like visual cue like like a lot of the time like i just worked on something and um it was very ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices related to uh the sugarland express which is this or, or at least when i was writing the song i was like this makes me feel like this movie the sugarland express which is like uh one of spielberg's early movies you know goldie Hawn. it's like this this road movie and uh while i was writing the song i just i just kept playing the trailer over and over again and like trying to capture that that spirit of like you know um sort of this Bonnie and Clyde esque, like, but, but Spielberg, um, emotional catharsis story with this song. Um, so maybe I don't visualize, I kind of cheat, if you will. <laughs> I cheat because I, I find the YouTube clip and I watch it over and over again. And that's how I get the visualization of like the, 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 the tone of the song.
1: Yeah. No, I think that definitely makes sense. I think that if you can, um, It's almost like harnessing a vibe, if you will.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, The new record Voyager, uh, it does, as you mentioned before, you kind of change from more like home studio recordings to to being in an actual studio. And it does, you can almost hear it in some of the songs. There's, I think like, uh, what is it? Amateur has like these gorgeous orchestral parts and it almost sounds more cinematic in a way was that um the intention going in or just as a love, lover of movies it just kind of organically happened
0: yeah i think it i think it might have uh organically happened but it's funny cuz i was just talking about spielberg movies that when i was you know um working with the uh, eliza bag i was like i was like you know it should be like spielberg strings you know it should be like <laughs> this spielberg style um which is like you know this sort of um hollywood hollywood catharsis if you will like this emotional nostalgia um and uh so so maybe just by uh by transaction yeah but it, I, I don't think it was the goal coming in to it all like i'm gonna make this more cinematic it just sort of happened you know yeah like, putting strings on anything is gonna you know make it sound like a movie a little bit
1: (laughs) (laughs) I agree to a degree if that makes sense like that sometimes strings like do make it sound more cinematic I feel like in um yeah in some of those songs it did uh almost feel like it was soundtracking like um like a coming of age movie or it sounded like it would work well within um the medium of moving image or film hopefully before when you discussed um realizing you had to write a score for the phantom has that ever kind of come across your desk or been something you've thought about in terms of scoring for a film like bringing those two loves together and kind of working on it in a much longer sense
0: yeah it's never been brought on my desk um not because of lack of trying (laughs) Uh, i mean i'd love to do it it's very fun um and uh such a different uh style of of writing and um yeah I would absolutely love to score something I've just never been I guess presented with the opportunity to I usually have to make my own opportunities is what I've I've found so so I, I to make a score I had to make a movie first
1: <laughs> that's very fair this is a good kind of um CV or resume if you will for that next job you can just be like i've already done this
0: yeah i did get kind of lazy with it though (laughs) because i was editing it and color correcting and and doing the the mixing and all this all this junk and so the score i was like okay i'm just gonna slap something on this real fast so hopefully it's hopefully it's uh my my uh my i's and t's weren't necessarily dotted and crossed but i think the emotion comes through
1: from all the visuals that I've seen or, or been given so far, it does look excellent. So I think it's oh, going to turn out turn out well. <laughs> you,
0: you, you can't tell all the all the, all the little fuck ups.
1: <laughs> Are you a? Um, do you find yourself because that that's quite a um, a big job in itself, and also can be difficult. Are you? I guess do you, as a side thing away from music, away from current joys and Surf Curse would you classify yourself as a filmmaker as well? Do you kind of have that as a project as well?
0: Not yet. Um, but, uh, maybe if I make, if I make something, uh, you know, I've made a a lot of my music videos and, um, and now this, uh, so I'm still, still learning. I'd say I'm, I'm, I'm in the, uh, the, uh, trial and error phase
1: <laughs> that's very fair that's very fair but
0: i get to test it out on my own music so it's like you know um the stakes are, are lower
1: <laughs> that's that's well.
0: i only yes. have myself too upset
1: i was gonna say like it's good in a way because you can control everything and, and determine where it goes and you kind of have that um that direction playing with just yourself
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: with the two bands, do you ever find that it kind of gets a little bit confused? Or when you are writing, how do you determine what is a current joy song and what is a surf curse song?
0: Um, I mean, I can kind of feel it in the energy and the style, um, and uh, but like there have been times when I've brought songs to Jacob and he's like, no, this is a current joint song or something. Um, Maybe he doesn't like them or, or he just, he, he gets the vibe too. But, um, you know, I I said this the other day, I feel like there's sort of like a, a, a divine timing to, to the records. Like, Normally, when I when I when I'm finishing up a current Joyce record or like need a break from it, like a Surf Curse record will come in to play, you know. So there's there's always sort of like a divine timing to the way that it all fits together, um, you know. God is organizing my planner for the time, <laughs> if you will, um, and uh, some cosmetic divinity happens really. Um, <laughs> but there have been uh, like there have been current choice songs that become surf curse songs. I think I mostly write for current choice. Like it's just, it's just like what I'm writing for myself. And then um, there are certain songs that uh, you know, we pick out and like, Oh, this could, this could turn into a surf curse thing or, or you
1: know, definitely. Could we, um, could we expect a surf curse film? At any point with, with the lessons that have been learned this time around, could we yeah apply it for the, for the next surf course record? Uh,
0: uh, I don't know. I don't know if we'll, I don't know if like, I mean, we really made this one cause we had to, <laughs> you know, it, was like, it was like, we can't have a release show. Like, all right, everyone's doing these live streams. Like, all right, let's do this thing. Um, so I, I would say, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yep.
1: That's very fair. We'll wait and probably see. If
0: we, probably if we ever make something else, like it'll probably have me and Jacob involved in it in some way together. Yeah,
1: that's very fair. Are they starting to open uh, venues back up in in California? Are you, obviously the live stream has been like quite a staple of the last year, but is there some glimmer of hope that you'll be able to take this record on the road at some point in the next few months?
0: Um. Yeah, there are some things opening up. Um but uh i don't really know um i mean there was this like crazy punk show on in the home depot parking lot by my house the other night and like thousands of people there so um it's going to be very interesting to see what the next few months are like i think i i i've been a little skittish to like book anything <laughs> or do anything cuz i've had to cancel and move so many things so i was just like let's just wait till you know everything looks a-OK, the green light, you know. Um, yeah, I don't really know.
1: That's very Hopefully. fair, obviously. Yeah. Hopefully. Obviously playing safe, which is good, which is smart. Um, Australia has been doing all right with the pandemic and most things have kind of opened back up. Can we possibly expect a Current Choice tour down to Australia at some point in the future?
0: I'd hope so. That, that'd be amazing. I've never been.
1: Um, One thing we would usually speak to our guests about is uh, what they're currently listening to. If there's any record that's currently on high rotation or anything like that for yourself, what's um, what's getting a spin at uh, at your house or at the studio?
0: Um, I've been listening. This is uh, kind of embarrassing. I've been listening to uh, the new Greta van fleet record a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Which I, I I don't really know how it happened. Jacob, Jacob sent me a video of them playing this song live uh in this like candle lit room and I was just like this is so incredible. Like this is insane. Like his voice. I I never really listened to them before. I've just kind of known like the the joke, you know, yeah. they're kind of like they're kind of like this like Led Zeppelin rip off band or whatever. But man, they're, they're really tapping into something with this new record. I mean, it's, it's catchy. It's, it's, it's emotional. Um, but then I watched like a music video from their first record and I was like, Oh, this is, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't really know what they're, what, what they've been cooking up, but like the outfits, I mean, it's just, it's the most insane thing I've ever seen. The, 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 the way they dress and act and, perform in the songs it's just it's it's incredible it's incredible I, I give it two thumbs up
1: <laughs> I feel that um, there is a musicality ab- about it and they're not very well known in Australia at the moment um, there is a musicality to them and it there is something there but I think as you said there are times where you I don't know either they're in on the joke or it's yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like, it, it, it's something else, man. It's really, I, I've never seen anything like it unless, uh, you know, it was it was something from the past. Like, we, we were watching that and then we started watching like old, old, like, well, I turned on Led Zeppelin for a second and and Jacob can't stand Led Zeppelin. So we, we <laughs> quickly moved to like Black Sabbath and like all these old kind of like 70s bands. And even, even they are like such a different energy. Like whatever the... F- Whatever the heck Greta Van Fleet is up to is, is, is something on its own, its own plane.
1: Yeah, agreed. That's very fair. <laughs> um, Nick, thank you very much for your time today. The new Current Joys record, Voyager, is out now and the live stream is available today as we speak. But yeah, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. That's our show. A massive thank you to Nick Radigan for his time. The album Voyager is out now, and their live stream, The Phantom of the Highland Park Evil, is available today. We've left links in the show notes if you want to buy tickets or a copy of the record. We also want to give a huge shout out to Stacey at Daydream Nation for helping out with today's interview. You can find a link to our Spotify playlist in the show notes, where you'll be able to listen to all of our guest picks. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Thursday and Friday morning with guest playlist streaming on Spotify at the same time. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Until next week, cheers.